This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and has a strange man sitting opposite Mark. Welcome to Movie Drone episode 147. I'm not believing how bad it smells in here, Steve. And I'm, I still can't believe Steve's wearing those clothes, Mark. <laughs> Had them on the last time I was in. <laughs> I ain't taking them off. <laughs> um, a bit of a funny one on the buttons. Yeah, there, stage mate. fright. Stage I've fright, yeah. Because you're in front of you. Yeah. You fucked it up. Yeah, go on. leave it in. Might leave it in. You're just glaring at me. <laughs> weird, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Kind of free, mate, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's bad, isn't it? I was like, just come through the house. Well, yeah, I didn't want to come through the house. Oh, no, it's weird, though, isn't it? It's like strange people in the house. Yeah, I didn't want to see anyone. Didn't want to come through the house. Have you been there, mate? I'm, I'm right, mate. Half jabbed up, aren't I? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, how'd, yeah. You, how'd you get on? Yeah, fine. Yeah, fine. good. Yeah, we good. had um, Moaning Woman. Right. Um, because I stepped in between the Moaning Woman and the volunteer, right. I got fast-tracked. <laughs> yeah. So I was in, mate. In. <laughs> Jabbed up. What's she moaning about? Um, basically, the one I went to was in a shopping centre. Yeah. And she was like, she was American, um, but she was getting quite irate about that they didn't put the location in the shopping centre of the shop. Right. I was thinking, well, if they did, I wouldn't have fucking known anyway. <laughs> what are they going to do? The COVID shop. <laughs> yes, next to one. Wilkinson's. That's a, that's a business idea. Yeah, <laughs> the COVID shop. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if they put next to Wilkinson's, I wouldn't have had a clue where Wilkinson's right. was. I just what? walked around till I saw like, loads of arrows on the floor. Right. And then... This little rotary club lady, like, with a pinny on or whatever them lot wear, she's getting sort of moaned at by this woman. Oh. Thinking, like, what would you do with your Sunday afternoon, love? Because I'd be sitting at home rather than standing here dealing with you, pricks. Uh, what one did you have? The Pfizer one. Did you? You had yeah. Pfizer, did you? Yeah. Oh, right, a posh I'm too, one. too young for the other one. Mate. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> you had the posh they one. They can't risk me. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well yeah. done, mate. Well yeah. done. Stop building the bar this week, mate. Oh, Started good, Started on an arc Given instead. Have you? Yeah. It's raining a lot, isn't, isn't it? It's <laughs> it constant rain. Yeah. I mowed the lawn last night. Like, I got home and I thought, oh, I've got to do some weed killing. Then I thought, all right, I can mow the front lawn. And then I could hear the thunderstorm jibbing in the back. Yeah. So I was racing around like an absolute twat, right? right. Sweat dripping off of me mowing this lawn. Uh, it never turned up, did it? Did it? Just blew straight over. Jill done ours. Jill, yeah. Jill does. So she, she wouldn't wait at the weekend. Like, yeah. it had been raining. Yeah. And I can only describe our lawn at the moment as looking like Lee's lockdown haircut, the one that he did with a knife and fork. (laughs) There's like bits tufty, just like up and down. It's it's, it's wrecked. It's a a dangerous game mowing in the the wet. Um, But yeah, other than that, mate, I think I'm turning into a bit of an eco warrior. I'm having a bit of a rant tonight. So we had steak for dinner. Each steak came in its own plastic wrapped thing. So I got three steaks and I was like, all that plastic for three steaks. I'm not buying them steaks anymore. Are you not? No. Too much. I'm like, what is wrong? She's like, what is wrong with you? Are you going to start like wearing a caftan and stuff? You just have to pay like five times the amount of butchers. But it's just really ridiculous. He's, I'm, I'm, I don't know what's wrong with me. Give me five minutes, yeah. mate. I'll it'll, do your list. It'll all stop. I'm just like, this is crazy. I'm not buying them anymore. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Brilliant. Not eating fish, not buying the steaks anymore. Okay. I'm just going to sit and starve. <laughs> How about you then, mate? 
Oh, mate, I'm just going to say congratulations Thanks. to you, mate. You've managed to look worse in person Thank than you, you did Thank throughout you these, Thank you. these six months or so that we haven't seen each other. Uh, well done Thank on you. that. Thank on you. That. Uh, um, I'm a bit delirious, a bit delirious. Okay. I've got to apologise to an 82-year-old man. Right. Because um, I'm a little bit delirious, and I've just been down around my stepdad. It's not him I've got to apologise to. Uh, turn the radio on as I was leaving to catch the back end of a news story where the newsreader said, and the 82-year-old man had to have the remaining leg cut off. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I found it really funny. <laughs> it got you. So, have you not this done any research, no? <laughs> I don't know. So, you might have been attacked. I know, I really want you to apologize. You might have been blown up in the war. I cracked up all the way around. <laughs> anyway, I want I am, to apologize. I'm going to make it my mission to find out what that story oh, yeah. is, just to make you feel guilty. It's on the world service. That's what okay, I to, I'll, yeah. I'll have a, I'll have a I'll scout have a, around so you can find out It's bad, out isn't it? I want to apologize. There you go. Um, invitations are coming out, aren't they? Yeah. Fucking gutted, mate. Like, the first one, you... You idiot. Sorry about that. Jill says, I can't keep saying no. Obviously, I find it funny whenever yeah. anyone invites me and I say to Jill, I'm going to say no. She goes, can't say no. People are stopping inviting you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. She's not trying to put you off there, is she? No, absolutely no. not. So I did say no, didn't I? Yeah. But I've got to come. No, oh, gutted. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm as disappointed as you are, mate, <laughs> if that helps. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's coming. Yeah. But, uh, but I think uh, we, we, we're going to get to go out out. Yeah, 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 haven't we? we Which are. is good. Exciting, isn't it? I think you are a bit excited. I am you? very excited. Oh, yeah. I was singing the I'm So Excited song, oh, yeah? squealing a little bit in the office. Yeah, it was very exciting. In the exciting. office? Yeah. in public? Yeah. I was oh. like, oh, I'm so excited. Oh, um, um, I said to Miles <laughs> after the 50th time, is it getting boring yet? <laughs> it's like, not just yet. Did you say that? Yeah, he said, oh, right, not okay. just yet. I mean, ask me in five minutes. He, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great, mate. I'm booked for the cinema. Yeah. I'm booking for bowling. You're going bowling, aren't you? Jill's girl guide. She yeah. went, why can't we go bowling? I said, because it's out of the house. I tell you what, Once mate, a week, right? That's it. Well, the thing is, it's with the kids. Right. So if Uncle Steve and Auntie Jill want to take them, <laughs> I'm prepared to sacrifice my space. I've got to be honest, go mate. Bowling. We're a little bit too, I mean, especially me, I'm way too um, competitive. Competitive, yeah. yeah. Way too competitive. Yeah, I'll beat yeah. you with that word. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I can't think straight tonight. I'm so tired. But, yeah, I'm way too competitive. Uh-huh. I will be bashing your kids around the head if they okay. beat me. Well, if you're up, no, let's not put too many things in diary, but we'll all have to have a little bowling trip then. Yeah, I mean, I'm free. I can imagine Next you turning April. up, right, <laughs> with one of them little bag things where you shine your ball up <laughs> and putting gloves on <laughs> and turning up with one of these jerseys with your the name shoes, on it. Yeah. The shoes, the shoes, definitely. Still got them from when Julian wore them over the from the bowling alley. Yeah. But, yeah. So, um, yeah, a bit too competitive, so not yet. Jill's good at bowling. Is she? Yeah, fucking sweet. I'm, I'm really good at bowling for the oh, first yeah. game. Right. I always do really well in the first game. Everyone's like, you're really good. I'm like, yeah, wait until the second game. Right. Then it all goes to shit. <laughs> Genuinely, good. it's terrible. Ah, good. Yeah, lack of form in the second oh, right. game. I'll have to work on it. Huh? I there think I lose interest. I'm not that competitive, so I don't really care. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then I'll start trying to do the bits where you like swing it and stuff. Right. And it all goes to shit. Okay, good. And it all bounces off them rails on the side and stuff. Right. You had the rails up, dear. That's what you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Right, well, there you go. Yeah. Pleased to see Exciting, you. Exciting, wasn't it? Can I go yet? Or we've got any to stay second, any time right. you like, mate. You got any thanks this week? Yes, mate. mate I've got a list of thanks. Thanks. Thanks to Podcast HQ, to St. Paul's Filmcast, Right Stuff Reviews, WTM, AJ, Ben, What Should We Watch, Nerd Revert, Forza Crowd, Tim, Mike Mike and Oscar, Ronnie Castle, The Movie Journey, Saved by His Grace, Slash Miriam, 
Ian McIntyre, Joshua Maria, Lewis Rain, Beautiful, and the Dyson's Effect. There we go. Thank you very much, everyone, for those mm. retweets. We've got Thank some you. special thanks this week for people who have gone the extra mile. So we've got Jill Cassie, VHS Strikes Back, the lovely, lovely Miriam, Jamie Russell, Cinema Recall, Glynn, Sean Panner Nicholson, Emma at the Movies, Mr. Positivity, Wolfie T, Jamie Irwin, LJ Human, Ryan, Nicole. Happy birthday, Nicole, for Happy last birthday. week. Twin Picks and the Light Sitting Bourne. Oh. Thank you very much What's to all the of those. What's the like Born, Steve? <laughs> We've just been talking about it. You, oh, brand, brand new cinema. Brand new cinema. Great, isn't it? I can't wait to smell the carpets. <laughs> They're not going to be nice for long. No. In our town. No, <laughs> yeah. definitely not. You got a promo this week, mate? Yes, mate. Hello, I'm Paul. I'm Adam. And I'm Ben. And welcome to Film Busters. Three friends who love each other, but hate each other's tastes in movies. You just hate Tom Cruise, don't you? It was annoying me. I think when I was watching it, I was in a mood to be irritated because I get irritated when I see Tom Cruise straight away. (laughs) How do you even get into a fucking acting career when you're that shit? The lines are awful, but you can't even deliver a shit line. Yeah, listen, listen right now. Let me just say that I wasn't bored at any point during the film. Oh, can I I not? Can I not say something? No, I don't know. No, I'm going first. I'm done with it. Fucking white male hero saving everyone all the time. It's particularly starting to piss me off. I don't think they should make any more Toy Story films. After this one, because... Because it's the perfect ending to a Toy Story franchise. It's 10 out of 10. Fuck off. I don't think I can continue podcasting with you boys. (laughs) I'm shocked. (laughs) Find Film Busters on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other major podcast platforms. There we go. So, Film Busters. Angry young men. Angry (laughs) young men. I thought we we was angry. (laughs) <laughs> no, they're lovely. Yeah. They uh, they was on Pod v Pod. They were. How'd they do, mate? I'm not going to ruin it. I'm not going to ruin it. You should listen to Wonder the Wonder if they joined the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, please listen to them on the Pod v Pod. Yeah, big episode journey. that. Yeah. So, Huge um, episode. Yeah, and, and please listen to them all the time. Yeah, Subscribe. Absolutely. Great bunch of angry lads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Want to move on, mate? Yes, mate. Okay, play theme tune. Welcome to the Mark Reads Some Film Lines in Some Similar Voices and Steve has to guess the film from the lines read to get points game. Hashtag what's that film? There we go, mate. Hey. It's a theme tune in person. So yeah. I thought you might play it for me tonight, but you didn't. You. Just notice, obviously I'm over here tonight. Yeah, yeah. If I do well, I could win something. You could win something. I've got to be honest, right? This yep. does look like an emporium of crap yep. in it. It yep, does granted. look like one of those corner shops with a lot of dead stock. Yeah. And I've noticed that the shelf of things I could win yeah. uh, is sort of, it's gone downhill a little bit. Okay. I mean, there's some bits on there. What have you seen, there? mate, that's particularly bad? Um, I don't know what that is. That's just like a box of wires. That's a bat box detector. Right. Like a bat okay. detector. Okay. And then you've got like a cannon thing. Yeah. It's, like it's like one of those cheap, ornaments that you get from like the seaside with like a rut of, I don't know what it is, like a cheap spirit or something in it. Mm. Do you know your foot and mouth disease <laughs> you've got, mate? Yeah. Yeah, quite a sentimental item, that. Do you remember, do you remember, um, oh, I mean, let's, let's go back like four or five months ago, poor little granddad, no. 107. Don't you uh, fucking say. 107. <laughs> Unfortunately died. COVID. Got to 107, fought in the war, all that sort of thing. That was one of the things I used to play with around here as a kid, mate. So when we went round previously to clear all of his bits out, that was one of the bits I chose to keep. So, <laughs> well done, mate. So it's not to win. I can't yeah. win it. Well, no. I, I mean, you've won the biggest brick of the year award. <laughs> I think I won that a long time yeah. ago. 
Um, sorry about that, mate. It was just You're on the third high. shelf. It's on the third shelf. I, I mean, I'd love it if I set you up for these things. <laughs> you just do such a great job on your own. Ah, right. Okay. Okay, right. Can we carry on? Yeah, right, I think we go should. On then. So uh, who got what and what was it? You might know it's a bit of a pattern here, mate, but it was Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Scott got mm. three. Yeah. Glyn got three. Mm. Jill got three. Dave Horrocks got three. Luke LJ Human got three. <laughs> and I got three. Apparently it was a plant one. Yeah, though. it was. Yeah. It's lucky I think I pointed that out that you said plant yeah, instead probably. of plant or whatever well, it was plant. you said. Plant. <laughs> we like our vowels too much, mate, don't we? Plant. We're having a bath. <laughs> I can't think you should say that. We don't. Huh? No, not at all. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Well done. Yeah. Three. So, uh, Three's all around. What you got this week? It's exciting. Everyone's mate. anticipating this. Everyone yeah, yeah, I know. It's good, isn't it? No. no. It's all going to go shits up, isn't it, eventually? But five points, mate. What's the feel? I laugh in the face of danger. <laughs> oh, I should know that. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's, it sounds like it's should like you? one of those lines that is sort of should should be known. All right. To be honest. Okay. No, I, don't know. I know you've only seen this film once. Oh, I think, okay. So there All we right. are. Four points in, mate. What's that film? You're going to put your behind in the past. <laughs> uh, was that a lot of bit of an accent? Was that like a bit of an impression? A little bit of an impression. Was it? Oh, mate, it weren't bad, even if well, I do say that's so what I'm saying. I, 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 I sort of... I, <sighs> do you want it again? Do you want it again? Go on. You've got to put your behind in the past. No. Three points in, mate. Yeah. What's that feel? Everything the light touches is our kingdom. Yay! What well a mate. There we go. There we yeah. go. Right. That one? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. I'm impressed, mate. I'm oh, yeah? impressed, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I am All impressed. Right. Good. I mean, yeah, okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. Is anyone else then? Do you like the impression now? You can think. I'm just trying, I'm just going to look around here. Yeah. See if I'm going to walk <laughs> off with your granddad's heirloom. <laughs> <laughs> if it's worth it, I'm going to have a little closer look. <laughs> have a nosy, mate. You might be out. Oh, I don't know if I can go out of date. Who knows? I might give you guts, like. Two points for everyone else. What's that film? It doesn't matter. It's in the past. And then for one point, mate, what's that feel? Hakuna Matata. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Thanks for stopping. Yeah. Before you sang I, it. I, I did put dot, dot, dot after it. And Good. I decided just to stop at the dot. Right. Yeah. I've had a look at that thing. Yeah. I don't want that. I'd rather have that box of <laughs> if wires. You, if you put it up to your nose, mate, and smell it, it might smell of old person. <laughs> I'm not sure. It's not his hashes, is it? No. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Sorry about that, mate. Um, it's back to detectives yours then, mate. Right, well okay. So, uh, yeah, please let us know what you got. Yeah. And uh, what you think it is. Oh, that's, that's, I can just feel this, <laughs> the sort of, you know, that feeling in the air. I'm going red, I'm going yeah. red. Okay, moving on. Yes. This is... Mark's mail set. Okay, mate, so uh, we have been doing some questions. Yeah. Uh, I think we need some for the next couple of weeks. It would we, be so. nice. It would be nice. We are running a little bit short. Cool. See the bottom of my sack. <laughs> Do you want to let people know how they can get into your sack? Yes, they can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. Mm, please do. Yeah. All right then, mate. So moving on, someone has yeah. got in your sack. Yeah. This is the next section. This is the section that we love to call Question, question Time. Question Time. Question Time. Time for the question. Question Time. Question time, question time, time for the question, question time. Now 
there we go. Yeah, let's get you back on track, mate. Let's yep. get you yep. focused. Tall down. Okay, yep. then, mate. So, who sent us a lovely question? Caitlin from New Jersey. New Jersey. New Jersey. Blimey. Yeah, she says, Hi, Stephen Mark. With you covering some Oscar films, I was wondering what your favourite winners were from the last 10 years. It can be from any category, but only one per year. Excellent. Yeah. All right. So 2012 to 2021, yeah. then, mate. Yeah. Okay. All mm. right. Excellent. Right. What you got there, mate? 2012. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, mate. Not a strong year for me. <laughs> it wasn't. I had to scrape for this one. <laughs> Eventually, I went for Octavia Spencer for the help for Best Supporting Actress. Did you? I like Octavia Spencer. Right. Um, and I think there was another couple in there which I didn't want to put her in those years. Okay. So it was more of a pity one. I'd not really seen a lot no. from 2012. I've had to go for Best Original Song. Okay. And it's Man or Muppet from the Muppets. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I was scraping. Not, not a strong year, was it? Good song, mate. Good song. Yeah. What are you on about? Yeah. You'll sing us a bit. <laughs> no. <laughs> 2013 then, mate. I've gone for Christopher Waltz, Best Supporting Actor for Django Unchained. Have you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've gone for Christoph Waltz okay. from Django Unchained. Okay. All right. Yeah, All right. Best Supporting Actor. I mean, what else can you say? Yeah. Fantastic. Some yeah. of these are quite difficult to choose one, aren't they? Some years are really I will follow. I will get them when I get them. Yeah, mate. but that was good. Best Supporting yeah. Actor. There you go. 2014, mate. Yeah. Strong arse year. Yeah. It's really struggled with this. And I eventually settled for Matthew McConaughey in the Dallas Buyers Club. I did because I'd recently seen it. Yeah. So I did settle for Matthew McConaughey on yeah. that one. Well, not settle because it's fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah, but there was, it was a strong year. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. A strong year. Yeah. But uh, yeah, look, great minds and all that. Yeah. 2015, mate. Mm-hmm. I went for best sound editing. Okay. With American Sniper. I just remember it being that immersive. Okay. And thought, actually, any film that can make you feel that in it. Good one. Yeah. All right. I went for best supporting actor yeah. again. J.K. Simmons, Whiplash. Yeah. I got to be honest. I've, um, I hadn't really seen a lot of J.K. Simmons, but I think he's fucking excellent. He's since great, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. 2016. Then, mate. Yep. I went for best costume design for Mad Max: Fury Road. So did I. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I, just... I mean, that's weird because there's a lot. It was quite a fairly it strong was, year. That was. It was a decent year. That's weird that we um, both gone for and that. And it's one that I had watched. Like a little while back, I don't even know if I put it in me also watched, but we sat down and watched it. So I really want to see the Chrome edition. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we were sat down and watched it, and I was like, it's fucking great. Yeah. It's weird that we both chose yeah. it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it was strong. Go on then. Next. Not a strong one for me, 2017. No, scrabbly, scrabbly, scrabbly. I ended up coming for best makeup and hairstyling. Did you? For Suicide Squad. Oh, right. Okay. And I thought, fairness, they all look great. Yeah, yeah. They all, they really created some great characters in yeah. that. So. I, I, didn't think it was strong neither. I've gone for a best sound mixing. Okay. <laughs> Hacksaw Ridge. Okay. I don't think you've seen it. No. I'm not quite no, sure, couldn't. but I love a war film and it, yeah. it, it's good. Yeah. The sound is good in that. Yeah. Okay. And then 2018, mate. Yeah. Really struggled between two on this. Yeah. Really struggled. Sure. In the end, I had to go against my heart and go with my head. And oh. I went for Frances McDormand, <laughs> best actress for three billboards. Just Beating Sam Rockwell. I think I had the same thing, and I went for Francis McDormand in the end. Yeah, out of the two. Yeah, yeah. And my yeah. heart said Sam Rockwell. Yeah, because I think he's just great in it. But yeah. I really think Francis McDormand was fantastic. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Yeah, and 2019, then, mate. Yeah, I agreed with the Academy on this one, right. and I hadn't even heard of it when it won, and it made me sort of want to watch it. And it was Green Book. Okay. But, for Best Picture. All right. Okay. Um, it really has resonated with me, that film. Okay. I had two, yeah. and they're sort of not two that you 
would think, really. Okay. One of them was best live-action short film. Yeah. It's that film called Skin. Okay. Do you remember? I watched yeah, it about yeah. the white supremacist. And the other one was best documentary. Yeah. Free Solo. Okay. About the bloke who climbed up with no ropes yeah. up, uh, up a mountain. What one you have in there, mate? I... I'm going to go for Skin. Yeah? Yeah. 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 There you go. Seems a, seems a good choice, mate. Yeah. 2020, strongest year for me. Right. Really, any of them. Yeah. Any of them. I eventually settled on best director for Bong Joon-ho. Okay. For Parasite. Yeah. Um, again, another one. When it won, we hadn't seen. Yeah. Nowhere was showing it around here. We eventually got there. I've got fond memories of watching this in the cinema, and I've got fond memories of his big smiley face when he got it. Yeah. And it makes me happy watching or looking at that photo when people put it out. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I've got exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. It was a strong year, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was yeah. difficult. But there you go. Yeah, we chose yeah. that one. I, I don't think we're going to agree this year's, mate. Okay. No, I went for Daniel Kluwer, Best Supporting Actor. Did you? Yeah, for Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay. Really hit me with that performance, even if the film wasn't necessarily okay. what I wanted. Right. I've gone for Anthony Hopkins okay. and The Father. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Cool. There we go. Yeah. Thank you very much, well, Caitlin. I enjoyed that question. I really did. I've been in New Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey. Yeah. New Jersey Devils, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Go Devils. Nah, go Sharks. <laughs> right, this is the main reason that we're here. Yeah. We saw a film. We did. We saw a film that's currently 8.3 out of 10 on IMDb. is a 12, one hour, 37 minutes long build as a drama with a synopsis of a man refuses all assistance from his daughter as he ages. As he tries to make sense of his changing circumstances, he begins to doubt his loved ones, his mind, and even the fabric of his reality. Estimated $6 million budget so far grossing 5.5, but I think that will hugely increase. This is directed by Florian Zeller. It's based on Lapierre by Florian Zeller, starring Anthony Hopkins, Olivia Coleman, Mark Gatiss, Imogen Poots, Rufus Sewell, and Olivia Williams. This was 2020s. The father. Please tell me you have a very nice clip. Of course, mate. Dad, I'd like you to meet Laura. How oh, do you do, sir? I say you're gorgeous. Thank you. <laughs> I must say he's charming. Yeah, not always. Laura has come round to help you. I don't need her or anyone else. I can manage very well on my own. Everything all right? Who are you? Actually, it's me, Paul. Who? I live here. What is this nonsense? And. Ah, there she is. Your father seemed a bit confused. Something wrong? Where's Anne? Sorry? Anne, where is she? I'm here. There we go. That was a good clip, wasn't it? Ah, it brings back uh, bring back some memories there. Yeah. So, mate, um, I mean, I'm interested, definitely interested in finding out what you thought of 2020's The Father. Opening things on it, mate, I thought this was an absolute masterclass in acting and story delivery that made you question your own sanity. Um, My only downfall from it is I don't believe this film has any rewatch value for me. Right. Okay. But other than that, I think it's non-perfect. Right. Okay. I mean, Andy Hopkins, I think, deserved his Oscar. I've got to be honest, out of all the films that we've seen, I think we haven't seen a couple. Is it Minari we haven't seen? No. Um, I, I don't know if anyone was up for Best Actor in that. And I love the fact that this film was familiar, but also hated that it was familiar. Yeah. Um, I think you, you've got certain people who have are going to have different aspects on it, mm. certain people who have experienced something like it and certain people who haven't. 
I imagine it's going to affect him in slightly different ways. Yeah. Um, but overall, um, I, yeah. I mean, I this could bring great. some PTSD to people. I think who've been through this, yeah, and just sort of bring back because it felt so real life. Fuck yeah! I, you might as well have just been a camera on the wall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're selfishly glad it was set in London. Yeah. So we didn't have any accents. No. Um, His Welsh one was coming. From well, yeah, well, but like it? I say, we didn't have obviously people trying to put on I mean, a majority English cast. Mm. Didn't have people trying to put on sort of American accents or whatever for the sake of it. Mm. Um, the scenery looked recognisable when they went out. I sort of knew where they were. I sort of understood. I love the fact that it was called a flat and not an apartment. It made yeah. it all seem very homely. Yeah, absolutely. I think. My, one of my favourite parts about this film is the fact it did a great job at placing you in everyone's mind. Mm. I didn't feel you was attached to one character. Um, and so one minute I felt I was with him and I was understanding his frustrations. And then the next minute I was understanding another character's frustrations and I could understand where all of them was coming from. And it was just a boiling pot of emotions that was just, it must be, the worst situation to be in. Mm. Yeah, there's no winners there, is there? No. I mean, it's like a whodunit, I think, yeah. throughout. You know, it was like, um, it did get confusing, yeah. I'm not going to lie, until I realised what they were trying to achieve mm. um, by showing me the pain and discomfort and the confusion that he was going through. Mm. Um, I like the way that they used the dead daughter in a way to confirm what we assumed because um, you sort of assume that he's, he's you, you don't really know when you start, do you? No. That, that what's actually wrong with him, no. unless you've sort of looked into it a bit. Um, and then they sort of like use that dead daughter as like the trigger point where you go, there's something wrong there. Yeah. And I like the way that they kept The score did a great that. job doing that because yeah, it, would, yeah. it would lead on to when they said about, I can't remember her name now, but they said about the dead daughter. And then the score would just do this clever thing where it just sort of ping. Yeah. And then it would open it and you would think, oh, Okay, and like you say, it sort of alluded towards something was wrong. Obviously, with all the characters swapping around, mm -hmm. uh, I, I, that's what probably what made it a little bit confusing, mm -hmm. um, but it didn't drag me out of it at all. No. And then they started to use repeats of scenes. Yeah, repeats that was so of time clever. Wasn't it? That, that yeah. was what, where I just went, actually now, yeah, I totally understand. I'm, I'm not worried now about the fact that I was confused yeah. and I don't know who these characters are and who they really are and who they're going to turn into yeah. because I trusted the director to lead me to the path yeah. of that at the end. Absolutely, which is what I did. said about questioning your own sanity because you start thinking, am I missing something? Am I not understanding something? Yeah. It's it On the surface, it's not a very complicated film. It's basically just three, generally three people, maybe a fourth mooching around. Yeah, There shouldn't be a lot to get lost on. Yeah, and then yeah. at point she was like, yeah, I've got no idea now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what one's real. No, you're right. Um, yeah, I, know, I mean, I know we've been there. I know we've been there tonight. You've already insulted him once. <laughs> um, but it made me understand my granddad a bit more. Because yeah. towards the end, he, he got reasonably bad dementia and he had to go to a home. And when I went to see him, we covered the same stories over and over again. It was sort of like deja vu where you'd do the same thing. When we moved him into the home, we got new stories. The old stories were gone. We got new stories, but we got them over and over again. And there was one time uh, we heard the story. They was cleaning his room because for some different reasons. They washed the carpet and then they wouldn't let him back in his room. And he was really kicking off and getting quite aggy with them. 
but this made me understand the event a little bit more because the confusion he must have faced in his head. Mm. And I think Anthony Hopkins did a great job at showing different emotions because he was very charming and lovely and funny at points. And when he flipped, I'm, I'm a bit ashamed to say, it made me laugh yeah. when he was just he was just out of nowhere, just dropped the F-bomb and just turned the whole sort of tone of that scene upside down. You think, shit, where's that come from? Yeah. And that was my granddad. Yeah, he, would, yeah. he would chat up all the women and he would think, like, he would be the love dad or go, oh, Leslie's so lovely, so lovely. And then you'd see an immediate different side to him. Mm. Um, and it, I, I think it delivered perfectly on it. I mean, we was lucky we didn't, we, did, we didn't have him live with us. We didn't have to do that on a daily basis, but we saw enough and was exposed enough about it that I know this was yeah. bloody accurate. Yeah, same. I mean, my mum, had um, she sort of lost her mind a bit as her brain cancer sort of kicked in towards the end and she didn't really know what was going on and stuff like that. So it's his performance uh, hit a nerve with me, but he was fantastic. <sighs> he was. I've, I don't know if I've seen a performance like that. He's 80 odd years old, I think, isn't he? Mm. Do you know what I mean? And and he was his character was witty, hilarious, and then it would just flip. You're right, and it the whole of the dynamic, the whole of the scene, you just sucked into. You just like open mouth, sort of holding your breath, thinking, "Shit, what's just happened there, and what's going to happen?" Olivia Coleman just played off him fucking brilliantly. She is an amazing actress. Yeah, like you say, I just, they are a dream team, and I did. I thought Annie Hopkins, Hannibal Lecter, would be his best role. And perhaps this one, I know he got the Oscar for it, but perhaps this one won't be remembered so much and go down in cult history like Silence of the Lambs have. I think he bossed it enough that this is a better performance. Yeah. I, I just think, and the pair of them as a dream team together with her with her confusion and the way she was talking and delivering and the frustrations you can see her having mm. and the doubt. I mean, she arguably she was in the worst situation out of everyone in the film yeah. because he was in his own little world. He was confused. Mm. But she was stuck right in the middle, yeah. assuming they were there. <laughs> yeah. Um, th so the set piece, the, one of the main ones, uh, it's just watching him control the mood of the scene. It was when he met Image and Poots for the first time. Yeah. Um, and he was tap dancing and they was all laughing. And then bang, something was said. Mood was changed. Yeah. And it sent shivers down my spine. Yeah. I think there, there was a few of those, weren't there? Like when he said about fuck off with the drugs or something. <laughs> and then she was like... Do you want to take your pills now? And it's like, don't talk to me like I'm a kid. Yeah. It made me feel uncomfortable for her. Yeah. And I thought all the actors and actresses played those parts great. But then he was the victim in some points, wasn't it? Like when you have Rufus Sewell um, come over to him and was like, when are you going to... Yeah, it would, when he was sort of slapping him and that. Yeah. And he, he actually reverted, Anthony Hopkins reverted to like a child and started that, crying. That I, child I mean, I don't... Mind. Yeah, I don't... I mean, I like, you know what I'm like. Yeah. I... I, I was seriously, I mean, I'm not emotional about it, but it did affect me in the way that I've just felt that his pain, mm. you know. Just not that I wanted to do anything about yeah. it. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah. I, I mean, I just put some real heartbreaking moments for those of us whose feelings. I didn't realise it would actually affect you. I know you didn't drop tear or anything. No, no, no. Um, but when he was literally crying like a baby and he reverted to almost a child state, it, it was just heartbreaking. It I mean, it was haunting. Horrible to watch. Yeah. It really was. Do you think, and I, I don't know if I feel bad saying this because it was a really, really great film. Mm. Did you feel the length? Because this was an hour and 37 minutes and I felt it felt longer than that. Um, I've got to be honest, I'm going to say no. Yeah. Um, we'll probably get to uh, why sort of like um, at the end. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I'm going to say no. I think okay. I was just 
sucked into it. It's one of those where I knew that there wasn't going to be a good ending. Mm. I, I didn't want it to end because I knew that it wasn't going to have a happy one. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's never really any happy ending in this, is there? Yeah. Um, they, they could have certainly cut it shorter or whatever, but the end result of someone who is losing their mind that yeah. badly is is never good. So It's a clusterfuck situation, isn't it? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I just felt for all of them because you had, I mean, you had the husband. I can, as much as he was a nasty bastard, I almost got his stance on it um, because I suppose as, as a, daughter to someone it is your responsibility to look after him and you've got that care inside whereas the husband he's almost like a burden isn't he and mm -hmm. he's, he's taking over all, I, no one's winning um and i just it's a really complicated situation and i don't think anyone there has got a good one but i understood his frustration at the situation not necessarily his actions um but just going from i suppose being in a happy relationship, complicated, free, to suddenly you've got this man, unpredictable man, because you mm. don't know what he's going to be, what he's doing. Yeah, it's horrible. It was. I mean, the different ideas about whose flat it was, who was the husband, who was the carer, who the yeah. fuck Paul was. Yeah. I just thought all those bits, I'll say, had to intertwine. Uh, one thing that sort of ran all the way through it, which I found funny and I was trying to find a meaning into was the watch. Yeah. Um, the fact of the watch and yeah. whether he knew they had the watch on. Um, I don't know whether there's rewatches will show that as being something that makes more sense. When he was talking to him, where did you buy your watch from? <laughs> yeah, <it was> really <laughs> so, he was so unsubtle. Was, That's a nice watch. <laughs> Have you got a receipt? Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? It was. But I'm just wondering if there's like a more of a message with the watch, Possibly. and maybe um, when he's not wearing it, it means that he's. Do you, do you know what I mean? Or, or see if there's like something that runs through it where you can tell a bit more about what's okay. going on with him Very based possibly. on the watch. I don't know. Yeah. It's just that it came up so much. I'm just wondering if if watching it again, it might make more sense. Yeah, see, my belief, and I don't know whether I've got this right, my belief is that we was in the residential home for the whole film. Okay. Which is why we was getting the characters changing. Mm -hmm. And my main clue about this, and this is going to sound really, really sad, Right. And please don't judge me. I was watching the film and I said, man, they're nice doors. <laughs> it was in the flat. They had these doors and they were boarded doors with this little glazing bit. Nice of London flat. That would have been worth a fair bit of money. Yeah, yeah. But the doors, mate, were lovely. And I was like, I might steal that design for some clients right. and say, I've come up with an idea for some doors. Because right. they were lovely. Right. And then when we went to the home, the same doors were in the home. Yeah. Um, and there was, I was like, oh, it's the same door. It was in the corridor. And part of me thinks now that we was in the residential home for the whole period. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the way that it started to move towards the end, showing parts of the hospital, and then we found ourselves in that single room. I think you're probably right. I just added that they were showing us snippets of it as it yeah. went. He was trying to work out whether it was flashbacks or whether yeah. we was in his brain and seeing his confusion through his eyes. Mm. And I still think that's a bit ambiguous, but my feeling is we were there all the time just, yeah, just mean, for the doors yeah i mean it was <laughs> it was ramping up the emotion as it showed you those bits of the hospital yeah. as well as it was coming towards the end yeah um i mean i don't know it's difficult to say sort of much else about yeah. it apart from obviously i mean i don't know if you've got anything else before the final scene i, I just said i quite like the different approach of this as like the still alice we watched yeah i didn't I, realize she won an oscar for that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I, and I, I think it it sort of approaches that same sort of subject but very differently and this shows a, obviously an old ager mm. going through this and 
I just, it just made me wonder because it is such a horrible fucking disease. Mm. We've had a year and a half something of this COVID shit and they've got right on top of it. We're all going to have our vaccines and stuff. And I realise it's probably a tad bit more complicated than a virus. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just hope we, we're working as hard to try and beat this shit because I can't imagine having this in my life, either me being part of it. I mean, I'd much rather me have it. Um, yeah, yeah. Than so <laughs> but having to deal with it just must be awful. Yeah. It really it just, yeah, heartbreaking, mate. I mean, there was the final scene. You had the final speech stroke conversation between him and the nurse. Yeah. And it was coming to a point where I did actually hold my breath before he said the words that I knew he was going to say and I was hoping desperately that he wouldn't say. Yeah. I don't really know whether to say him now. Yes, yeah, say it, mate. I mean, it's the line where he said at the end, he was saying, I don't know this and I don't know that and I don't know who I am. Mm. And I was holding my breath and it was one of the most heartbreaking things that you could hear. I think Jill, just before he said it, turned around and said, please don't say it. And like, was that... Emotionally, just holding a breath, hoping that he wasn't going to say that it was he like didn't an know who bomb was. dropped, wasn't it? It was like it was a finale, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like I mean, I don't know whether um, I mean, so much emotion in that scene between the two. Um, I don't know whether well, it, it was lovely, lovely nurse. I, yeah, I know I mean, they are amazing people. They, they talk just, about. I mean, the nurses that looked after my mum were just fantastic. They it's all came just to another level. I know we, we've had a big thing about nurses over the last year and how they should be appreciated more and done, but these care staff and these nurses that deal with this day in, day out, yeah. I mean, fuck, take a bell because they yeah, are yeah. just amazing. That scene for me was just as close as I suppose that I was going to get to any sort of breakdown in uh, and dropping tear and stuff. Yeah. I just held my breath. It was crazy. Crazy, great filmmaking. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure at the end whether it was implying that um, uh, that the worst had happened, but like I say, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just heartbreaking. Mm. And I'm gonna go. I, I think, mate, over our little journey, I want to say well done to the academy. I'm sure they're gonna listen. Mm. I think they chose everyone right. Do you? I, I genuinely believe. After watching all the films, I think they chose right. Right, we'll get to our little top five. Yeah. in a minute. Okay, score. For the father? 91. I've got 91 as well. Yeah. yeah. It's in the 90s. Yeah. It is. I mean, and, and, uh, different to you, I want to watch it again. Do you? Yeah, so I know that we've got our new cinema coming. I mean, yeah, but I mean, And they're, they're going to do a, a screening of it for yeah. Infinity members, and I'm, I'm going to go. I, 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 I think I may have been rushed coming in here, because when I finished watching it, I was like, I don't feel like I need that again. But after the discussion, especially with you saying about the watch, mm. Perhaps more clues on a second watch. Mm. I mean, Not that you need it. I think the storytelling mm, itself and yeah. the way they did it. I'm just wondering if there was more to it because it yeah. ran all the way through and different points he had got it on and then he'd lost it and then etc. I just don't know whether it, there was there was an inkling there. Yeah. But 91, mate, I thought fucking superb, yeah. stunning, absolutely brilliant film. One of my all-time... I don't give many higher scores. One imagine of my all-time being, top ten. I mean, I'd say well done to him, but imagine him being so disrespectful that he couldn't accept his award. Yeah. over zoom for this yeah. and just basically going yeah he's won it see you later thanks yeah. fuck me <laughs> <laughs> so uh quickly top yeah. five uh the five films that we've watched are off the best film yeah i, I believe nomadland i think that's your number one I, I believe they got it right just for filmmaking right i wouldn't say it was my favorite film but right. i'm looking at it from the best picture okay i think this one would top it otherwise right you what is number one? You're doing yeah. the five? Oh, no, I'm not doing top five. Oh, okay, you're not. You are. 
Well, you go you go through your top five. Okay. Like, Number five, yeah. Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay. Number four, Promising Young Women. Yeah. Woman. Number three, Sound of Metal. Yeah. Number two, Nomad Land. Yeah. Number one, The Father. Okay. I just think The Father and Nomad Land were on different levels. Right. If I'm honest. Okay. Promising Young Woman. I think I don't know if it had enough of an effect on me. Right. I think I'd put Promising Young Woman and Black Messiah probably equal. Right. I think all these films are about performance. Right. I can't look at an individual film and say it was an amazing film. Right. I think every one of them sold performance and I think they would have struggled with actors and actresses nominations this right. year. But I believe the Academy were right on all of them. Okay. There we go. In my opinion. Right. Yeah. What's well, anything else? Just one, mate. Right. Add little and down. Because I told you, we were doing a little movie night with her once a week. Uh, we have her down so she can have a little bit of peace and quiet and she can just have a bit of us time. So everyone likes spending time with us. Some people. <laughs> um, but yeah, I introduced her to Fly Away Home. <laughs> Never seen it? About the geese. A girl who adopts geese. You're not seen it? Oh, dear, mate. Okay. Yeah. Does it sound like the sort of thing I'd watch? It's got. Does it sound like the sort of thing I'd watch. It's got Jeff Daniels in. Right. It's got Anna Paquin in. Right. Um, it's about a young girl who adopts a, a gaggle of geese. Right. And then they fly them south for the winter. Oh, it sounds like it's something I'd. I must have just missed that, mate. She loved it. Sounds like it, the sort mate. of film I watch all the time. She loved it. Right. It was great. I got 80 on it. <laughs> I got 80 on it. it. I dropped here at the end. I've seen it about 50 <laughs> times. I can't help it. It's got a beautiful, beautiful soundtrack. Right. Okay. Yeah, it was great. Brilliant. Yeah. All right, okay. Got a oh, 10-year-old looking at me going, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Did you? Yeah. <laughs> like, Just because you're an ice queen like uh, your mother, don't uh, take it out on me. I'll give you a bloody mess, are you? Yeah, yeah, oh, dear. Uh, I watched Bloodshot again. Okay. Uh, Van Diesel thing, 42 yep. this time. Okay. Who, uh, Eagle Eye, I watched again. It was on. Yeah. So I got 67 on that. Okay. It'll be going down a little bit, yep. but uh, it's all right. Isn't it? mm. And then I watched documentary called Burn, Motherfucker Burn. Okay. About the troubles in um, uh, in America. Yeah. Like the racial troubles. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you might like it. You yeah. like all that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, it's on the Sky documentary. Is, is it one of these ones that's got a clear motive or is it actually done from either side? Um, I'd like to see more documentaries that are balanced because mm. I am aware, especially with Sea Spiracy, Blackfish and that, they're not balanced and you have to take into account of what direction they're coming it's from. It's not really balanced. No. no. Okay. Um, I'd like to see some more balanced documentaries. Okay. I, I only think. got about 65 on it. Okay. It was all right. Yeah. It wasn't the best documentary I watched for reason. Okay. So there you go. Cool. All right. Yeah. Okay then, mate. You want to move on? Yes, mate. This is the next section. This is the section that we have to call... Homework. Homework. Sorry, mate, I missed it again, all right? Having a mare with a buzz. I I was trying to give you a time update. I'm trying to give you a time update, (laughs) and I I couldn't do two things at once. I'm a man. It's just... Having me in front of you and having yeah. my presence in yeah. front of you. Just uh, forgot to mention earlier, how's, uh, how's Jamie's promo going? Loved it, mate. Did he? He loved it. He asked for a copy. <laughs> I don't know whether he's like jesting or anything, but he said he liked it. He was like, it's great. And then he was like, can you send me a copy? Uh-huh. Little bit worried he's going to send it somewhere else because <laughs> no one needs to hear that. 
Um, but oh, yeah, yeah, he could use that. I don't know where. Part. I mean, Jamie's such a nice guy. Yeah. He might have just been being polite and sort of going, "Yeah, yeah, send me a copy." And he's like showing his girlfriend. Going, <laughs> 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 Never mind, mate. Yeah. It's the fault that counts, yeah. isn't it? It is. Yeah. There you go. All right, then, mate. Yeah. So this is the section where we give each other films that we love and the other one hasn't seen in the hope of uncovering hidden gems. Yes. What'd you give me? I asked you to kick off your Sunday shoes, mate, and gave you a film that's currently 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 12, 1 hour, 47 minutes, billed as a drama, music, romance. Sounds right up your street, that one. With a synopsis of a city teenager moves to a small town where rock music and dancing have been banned and his rebellious spirit shakes up the populace. What a great word. Starring Kevin Bacon, Laurie Singer and John Lithgow with an $8.2 million budget grossing $80 million, 1984's Footloose. Right. Down, 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 down. <laughs> it's not very good though, is it? It's fucking great. Do you like it? Yeah. Do you want to see? So 80s. I think I mixed it up with Flashdance. Okay. I've not seen that neither. No, you won't be getting that one. I no, don't like that one. Don't you? No. I said to Jill, where's the welder? Yeah. I think there's a welder in yeah. it, isn't there? I don't like flash dance. Oh, okay. But there wasn't a welder in this. Nope. Um, I think I prefer my teenage angst coming of age films without singing and dancing. I've got to be honest. I'm not shocked. Uh, <laughs> a bit weird that it was using sort of a rock and roll soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I understand uh, when she played the uh, Ghetto Blaster yeah. thing. That was fucking, that Get went through blast. walls and everything, didn't what it? Wasn't that a great sound as well? It didn't Jesus. sound like it was cracking up Christ, at all. Christ, it yeah. went like right the way through buildings and that. And into the kitchen. A third of a mile yeah. away, dancing to that. I understand when they had that and when it was on the radio. However, there was a little bit of rock and roll as a soundtrack over yeah. the top before that. thought that was a bit of a weird use, considering okay. it was sort of supposed to be A bit more melancholic. Kind yeah, of. but I thought yeah. it was seen as it was supposed to be banned. Um, the girl's stump was a bit OTT, wasn't it? Truck chicken. What the yeah. fuck? You know what I mean? Oh, no. huh? I didn't realise that was going to happen. Um, and rock and roll is a bit of a loose term, yeah. in my opinion. Um, let's hear it for the boys. I don't think it's rock and roll. No, and he's pop music, I think. It, I think, yeah, it's yeah. pop. It yeah. is pop, isn't it? So I did notice that. So the first Kevin Bacon dance was as shite as I'd expect. Cringy. What the fuck was that about? You'll be cringy. It was really bad, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah I'm not quite sure what all that was it's about. It's that perfect 80s feel, though, doesn't it? I suppose. I mean, I was in the 80s. Yeah. I wasn't dancing like that. No, I can't Gotta imagine you were, mate, if I'm honest. <laughs> the old, uh... I can imagine you being more of a Christopher Penn. <laughs> I mean, I was sort of standing around the outside waiting for the erection section at the end <laughs> is what I used to do. I mean, the town was against them listening to rock and roll and dancing, yeah. but quite happy they rode around on motorbikes with yeah. passengers without helmets on, which yeah. was not a good choice. The tractor chicken, yeah. one, I mean, it wasn't really going to do a lot, was it? Yeah. It was a bit of a weird way to settle a duel. Yeah. I don't remember those that being a thing that you used to do. And I didn't really get, this is the main problem, I didn't really get the feeling that any of it could be real. Okay. Right? And I imagine there probably is yeah. uh, places in America where they have banned dancing yeah. and rock and roll. I'm sure there is. But on this film, I never really got the feeling that it was a real situation. They didn't seem that repressed, I'll be honest. Yeah. So the kids were out doing all these burger places and stuff like that, and they was they seemed quite free Yeah. to do other bits and pieces. So now I do get that point yeah um the lead girl the preacher's daughter i didn't yeah. find her very likable okay i've got to be honest for for quite a bit of it yeah. um john lifgo was okay i like him as an actor yeah but again i didn't believe any of them would be actual people okay you know what i mean going around burning books and stuff liked his wife 
yeah. character. She's great. Oh, she great was good. Actress yeah, well. I thought she was very good. I didn't really like the fact when she got beaten up. I think it dated the film, yeah. The Preacher's Daughter. Mm-hmm. That weren't great. I did love the fact that the party was shit when they first saw it. Yeah. I thought that was quite funny. I've been to parties like that. Yeah, we all have, mate, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I thought that was quite funny. And the last dance reminded me of a scouser that I know called Yozza. Right. We call him Snake Hips. Um, and the the last dance just reminded me of him. He had a dance-off when we went to a golf holiday once with some Spaniard, and it was just like that. It was quite funny. Um, the kids like the awkward cowboy. I had a dance bloke. off at a school disco once. You did. I, I just stood there doing the Running Man. It was everyone pointed and laughed at me. Great times. <laughs> Great times. Not giving me any emotional distress as I've grown up at all. <laughs> I'd love to see. In turn, junior school, mate. I'm standing in the middle. They started chucking people in the middle. For some reason, I got volunteered next to like the beautiful girl at school called Sadie. Because they hate you, Jack. While she was doing all of her body popping and that, I just did did the running man (laughs) on the circle. Everyone pointed and laughed. And (laughs) yeah, it was great times. Great times. I wish there's a video of it. You know what I mean? Old video cam, like camcorder footage. That'd be brilliant. But yeah, the last sort of dance thing, it was as I expected, predictable. The only thing that I thought might happen is John Lithgow go in there and do a bit of break dancing. Okay. That's what I thought might happen. Listen, I mean, the cowboy blow, I didn't really like it. No. I've got to be honest. Okay, that's fair dues, mate. I, yeah. I love it for more nostalgia and I love a good 80s cheesy okay. flick. I know you're not too much there. No. I mean, I kicked off my Sunday shoes and left them in the cupboard, 25. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah, that's okay. what I expected. Okay. But, All right. you know, we've done it. We've, I'm, I'm trying to just break you with these films. Same way you're trying to break me, whether I actually think you're going to like them, you can now say, Mark of Sinfoot, Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I can. Yeah. And slag it off. Yes. <laughs> so I gave you a 2000 film directed by Ridley Scott, starring Russell Crowe, Joaquin Phoenix, Connie Nielsen, Oliver Reed, Derek Jacobi, Jimon Hounsou, Richard Harris, and Tommy Flanagan. Running time a hefty 155 minutes, budget of $103 million, with a box office of $460 million. 8.5 on IMDb, 77% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of a former Roman general sets out to exact vengeance against the corrupt emperor who murdered his family and sent him into slavery. I gave you 2000's Gladiator. Yeah, Lucky I got through that, I forgot my glasses. Yeah, strap in then, mate, here we go. Right. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Right, main reason I have not watched this film is because generally this type of film isn't my thing. And after watching it, I still maintain that stance, but there is no denying it is a very good film. I'm not going to try and say otherwise. Russell Crowe is magnificent in it, as was Joaquin Phoenix and Oliver Reed. Really liked all of them. Couldn't pick a fault with any of them. I thought I was less impressed with some others. What? I didn't take to the sister. What? Not at all. I don't think there was enough done with her character. And I found... I didn't buy the performance, if I'm honest. And I also believe they could have done more with the Senators. Right. Um, I didn't really get to know their characters very well to find out what side of the fence they were. It's just a lot of prancing around, weren't really doing a lot. There were some majorly shocking scenes in there, which I didn't expect. Um, the one with the kid and the wife did make me root for him, I'll be honest with you. I was like, shit. Nice to see Ralph Miller cropping up, um, who's the big guy. Right. He was in Best of the Best 2, <laughs> Bracus, <laughs> right. which I thought was quiet thing. He's, yeah. he's sort of Roman gladiatorial names. I thought the action was good, mate, when it was there. Um, I didn't think it was great. Saying that, the first scene with the chariots in the Colosseum, I thought was awesome mm-hmm. when they was doing their first bit. and they was also, I thought that was fucking great. 
Um, the first half hour, I thought was an absolute masterpiece. Right. If I could have that film for the full film, I thought the battle was great. Love to have seen it on the big screen. I should have got the cinema out to watch this. I couldn't be asked. Right. Um, but that first half hour was fucking great. Right. All of the lit up arrows going and the fiery cannonballs and as they come in, I thought that was brilliant. My main issue with this is I had the same issue I had with Wild Bill. I've spent two two and a bit hours sort of building up the rivalry between the protagonist and Russell Crowe to this big finale. And it's a pretty shit fight, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, just a bit of a damn squib, mate. I thought in, if you're going to do a film like this, I think the final showdown needs to be a masterpiece as well. And I don't think it was there. It only really alluded to Commodus being a bit sort of able to look after himself in a 10 second montage of him being topless, swinging a sword around. Other than that, we didn't really have any idea of his battle ability. And I think they could have done better to build that rivalry. I got that they hated each other. I really got the actors put it forward perfectly. I just think the story needed a bit more. I can see why the budget was hefty because it did look brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I thought they did. I was trying to add it. It was an epic, wasn't it? Yeah, I was trying to add it up as I was doing it. And I think, fuck me, they've spent some dollar here. Um, I really did like, aside from the final fight, I loved the film's ending. Um, I thought it tied it up really nicely. Well, the... When he sees his wife and it, um, no, not that bit. No, that was new, different. not that bit. I'm just, just the way that they wrote the stories and finished their stories off. Right. Spoiler alert: with him dying, mm. um, he didn't come out. He did come out the hero, but not the conscious hero. Mm-hmm. And the fact that some of the other guys got out to live their freedom, and he, he ultimately delivered what um, Caesar wanted him to in the first place, mm-hmm. which was to look after it and pass it on to one of the senators. When it passed on to Senators, I didn't feel like I knew him that well, um, which is what I said earlier. Um, I would have liked a bit more on that. But I did think the story was really well written to get all the way through the film and how everyone was connected. I thought that was brilliant. Fucking Phoenix, he's just great, isn't he? Yep. Um, how he shows the vulnerability and confidence of that character was a real paradox, and he delivered it thoughtlessly. And I can see me watching it again, mate. Maybe not as a, oh, let's watch that and I'll get the DVD out. But if it's on, I think I'd sit down and watch it again. I okay. did really enjoy it. It was certainly entertaining. Um, I, do, I don't know whether people have built this up because I know a lot of people who's this is their favourite film and, yeah, oh, my yeah. God, it is an epic. And I've not got a bad score on it, but I've not got a great score. And I've got 78. Okay. That's um, fair enough. That's quite yeah. a good score. If yeah. I gave that, it would be like a... We'd all have win, a party when we put a party out on. Well, um, but yeah, it was a it was a decent film. There's no denying it is a good film, but it's not swayed my thing into thinking I should watch more of these styles of film. Okie dokie. But thank you. No worries. I, I can tick it off. I can scratch my little scratchy poster off. <laughs> no worries. So what you got for me next week then, mate? Got you a film, mate. It's actually been featured on Emmett Verbal Diorama's podcast recently. Right. Um, brought it to the forefront again. So that's currently 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb. It's 15, one hour, 49 minutes long, billed as an adventure drama sci-fi. With a synopsis of in 2027, in a chaotic world which women have become somehow infertile, a former activist agrees to help transport a miraculously pregnant woman to a sanctuary at sea. Starring Julianne Moore, Clive Owen and Chiwetel Ejiofor, $76 million budget grossing $71 million. This was the film on first watch I fucking hated. 
and I like it a little bit more each time I watch it. It's 2006, Children of Men. Oh. Hated it on the first watch, mate. Did you? Never wanted to watch it again. Mm. Left it a few years, and I've watched it a few times since. A lot of people really, say it's really good. It it's is good, really good. I, I don't like Clive Owen, so... Uh, Nor do I. I think that okay. was the main... Re- I, I really didn't get it to start with, and right. it's taken me a few years to get it, so I'm a bit nervous. Okay. I don't know if you're going to get it straight off right. or not. There Let's we go. Out. All right. So I'm giving you a 2007 film directed by Ridley Scott, starring Russell Crowe, Denzel Washington, Chiwetel Ejofa, Cuba Gooding Jr., Josh Brolin, Ted Levine, Arma DeSanti, John Ortiz, John Hawks and RZA. Running time of 157 minutes. Budget of $100 million with a box office of $266 million, 7.8 on IMDb, 81% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of an outcast New York City cop is charged with bringing down Harlem drug lord Frank Lucas, whose real life inspired this partly biographical film. I'm giving you 2007's American Gangster. Nice short one then, mate. Yeah, sorry about the lengths on the Jesus. last two. Jesus. But, uh, yeah. Still... Well done on the pronunciation, much better than mine. <laughs> Was it? Yeah. I've actually, uh, I'm glad that you said it, because I mean, I've actually got it, and as I read down while you was talking earlier, I realised, so I've actually, you know when you separate it out, yeah. chip, wet, yeah, and I've actually written it on the I feel, That's what I was supposed to do. I was supposed to write it phonetically, and then I yeah. forgot when I went to my notes. Phonetically, yeah. that's it. And then I was sitting there looking at it thinking, don't panic, Mark, you've got this. <laughs> yeah, Turning up in both films, though. Right? Yeah, that's it. What's the chances? Oh, I don't know. Quite a good problem. Yeah. <laughs> right. so, uh, so, yeah, there you go then, mate. So what are we doing next week then? We're doing Army of the Dead. We are, because we can't go to cinema yet. That's Not another long yet. one. Are you sure you're going to be able to fit all these times? Two and a half hours long. Going to find out, mate, aren't we? <laughs> Jesus. About eight hours of Yeah, of I films. have got a bit of a thing. I've got a busy week next week as well. Oh. So I better get watching. You better, yeah. yeah I'll probably watch yeah. one at work. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. Might as well. Yeah. So, yeah, Army of the Dead we're watching. Uh, cinema's not open just yet. I'm just missing yeah. it slightly with this week. But it's so. not open, mate, just because it's brand spanky new, in yeah. case anyone gets like, you, you go back to your old shitty cinemas. We're waiting for a brand spanky new one. They're not shitty cinemas, are they? You, <laughs> they are compared to ours, mate. It's brand spanky new. I mean, literally for the first showing. Yeah. And then they're going to have popcorn stuck to the seats. Yeah. And but at the moment, it's brand spanky new. <laughs> all sorts of teenage angst all over yeah. them. Yeah. Bogies mm. under the sea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My bogies. Oh, lovely. So, uh, <laughs> do, you, mate, do you want to reiterate how people can get us on social media? Yes, they can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. Can indeed. Well, it's yeah. nice to see you, mate. Nice to see you. Thanks. Um, I mean, I'm just saying it. Yeah. I mean, obviously <laughs> off camera, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking something different, but yeah. just for the sake of the audience, yeah. it's nice to see you. Yeah, it's lovely nice to, to see, see you it. too, mate. Yeah, all right. Really enjoyed it. I look forward to uh, to now the cinema being open enough having to go out as well. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. social, mo- social yeah. little monsters. So have a good week, everybody. Thank, Thank you very much for listening, and uh, we shall speak to you soon. Yeah. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye, Mark. See ya. Bye. Shops are all open, mate. I went down to the pet shop, started having a walkthrough, so I went in there, and it said, for sale, genuine Amsterdam cat. I was like, what the fuck? So I went in, I went, excuse me, mate, how Dutch is that moggy in the window? <laughs> stretching out there. Yeah, it's fucking hell. Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh my God.
Oh, I was, I was, now I wish I definitely hadn't come around. <laughs> that is Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Um, be- that's <laughs> 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 fucked him coming on as a guest. Uh, uh, so, yeah. The first Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good. Good. The first Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, put it together. <laughs> I'm going back home. Right. Ready? Yeah.